Hi there. Welcome to How to Market Your Horse Business with Denise Alvarez. I am so glad you're here today. Now, really quick, in case you're a note taker and you're afraid to listen because you don't have a place to write down what we might talk about, I've got you covered. I'm going to summarize what we talk about on every episode here on the podcast, and I call those our show notes. You can find those over on my website whenever you want. You'll just go to stormlilymarketing.com forward slash six for today's episode, but basically it's whatever episode number we're on just to make it easy for all of us. Now, in case we're new friends, I really am so glad you're here. And by now you've probably guessed my name is Denise Alvarez. Through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like yourself create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. I'm here to help you build a sustainable horse business so you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And I know that not everyone loves marketing. You might even be here listening to this podcast a little bit grudgingly because you're not sure of it yourself. And that's why I use a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos to help you not only see what's possible for your business when you choose to market, but I also am going to guide you through the process so you can make it happen. And today we're talking about social media, specifically social media overwhelm and how you can defeat it. I'm going to share with you three doable steps that you can take to overcome that overwhelmed feeling and feel confident with a plan in place for your social media. Now we can all identify with a feeling of overwhelm, I'm sure, whether it's related to something in your business or even just life in general. We've all been there. And I don't know if you have any kids, but I know that my seven-year-old son, when he's been playing in his room really well, AKA, it's a total mess. And I tell him, hey, just go in and clean your room up a little bit before we go. Then he's literally frozen with basically an overwhelmed feeling. He looks around the room and just cannot figure out where to start. So guess what he does? He actually just starts playing instead. And not surprisingly, he doesn't get much accomplished in the way of cleaning up that room. He's paralyzed though, because he cannot figure out what his first step should be. And I'm sure you can relate to that, whether it's your tack room or your barn or the storage room in your horse trailer, or maybe it is your own bedroom too. I'm sure you've walked into one of those places, taken a look around and thought, I need to clean up here, but I just don't know where I'm going to start. So I'm going to take a ride and I'm going to deal with it another day. Am I right? We've all been at a place where we know we need to do something, but we just can't figure out what our next step should be. For many business owners, that's how they feel about social media. They know that it's a place where lots of people are. There's no denying it. And it's a place where they're going to connect with the people that need or want what they have to offer. However, just saying, oh, I know I need to get on Facebook doesn't actually make it happen. And it actually doesn't make it easier when you have no plan. So what I have learned to do with my son is to give him some very specific projects to go and get started with. Honestly, because it's just the way that I think, I got my computer out and made him a bedroom cleaning checklist complete with pictures to show him where to get started. So I have a little checkbox there. First, start with your Legos. And if you have kids, again, you know how those Legos can easily get scattered every which way. So I have him start with those first because it makes the biggest impact on the room. Then he moves on to clothes that have somehow made their way onto the floor. And then trucks, you get the idea. 
Obviously, I build in a break there because I understand he's just seven years old. So if I tell him, okay, get these certain number of things done, then you can take a break and come back to it. Well, that's what we're going to do today to help you get a plan in place for your social media. Whether you're wanting to be more intentional with your Facebook page or your Instagram profile or your YouTube videos, these three things are going to really help you defeat that feeling of overwhelm and instead have a plan that you can simply implement. Okay, are you ready to get started? Here we go. First of all, I want you to determine where your audience is. I'm going to assume that you don't yet know where you want to get started, which social media channel is right for you. So your very first step is going to be to determine where are the people that you want to connect with actually hanging out online. You know, those people that are what we call your ideal or right customers. Are they on Facebook? I know that's often our first place to go to, and that's certainly true, but that may not be the case for every business. It depends on who you're trying to serve. Maybe they're on Instagram. Maybe you need an approach that serves both. And how do you determine where they are? Well, the easiest way is to actually talk to your right customers. Find a few people that are the ones that you want to serve, or maybe it's your current clients. Ask them where they're hanging out on social media. Ask them if there are any certain Facebook pages or Instagram profiles that they like to watch or follow or where they spend their time when they're hanging out on their phone and sitting on social media. What's their go-to? Just ask a few questions and you're going to get a feel for it. And honestly, my guess is that you inherently know because you've already done some of the legwork to get a feel for who you want to serve in your business. Now, if you decide they're in more than one place, but you know you only have the bandwidth to do one right now, then please do not feel pressured to do all the things. Know that it's okay to start with one. Do it really well and then move on to the other one. That's much better than opening three different profiles and then only posting to them once a month because you feel so overwhelmed because you've got three profiles to keep up with. Now, of course, you can actually publish to Instagram and there's a little box there that you can select that's gonna send that same post to Facebook on your page if you so choose. And that's definitely one way to do it if you're wanting to do both of those channels. However, do be aware that you may end up getting overlap. Some people might follow you in both places, so they might just engage in one. And so that might affect your engagement, which we'll talk about later on exactly what that is. So don't worry. But I do know of some successful people who do just go ahead and automate that process. They get into the comments and talk to people on Instagram and Facebook both, but they don't create content or pictures or posts that are specific to each one of those platforms. So it can be done that way until you get to a place where you can do both. Either way, your first step is to decide which social media platform you're gonna focus on. Okay, on to number two. Next, you're gonna pick three to five topics or categories that you can post about on a regular basis. Don't worry, we're gonna break this down. Now that you know what platform you're gonna be on, it's time to figure out what in the world you're going to post. You may have heard of the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. Well, that applies here too. The way you're going to apply this to your social media is that you want to do 80% minimum of your posts that'll be giving value to your followers. And then the other 20% can be an ask or something that may be a sort of promo. For example, a link that's inviting them to go to your website and leaving Facebook, that might be considered an ask. Even if your post is not a sale type of post, 
meaning you're not really asking them to buy something specifically, but maybe you're sending them to a blog post or something like that. That's still considered an ask in the world of social media because you're asking them to take action that gets them to actually leave Facebook or whatever the platform might be. So imagine that you're going to make five posts in the span of seven days. Four of those posts need to be non-promotional, not asking for a sale, not trying to get them to your website. And the other one can be an ask. The reason for this is that you want your post to get the most engagement possible. Okay, I know I said I would define that a little bit better, so let's talk about engagement. In the world of social media, the reaction, such as like, love, etc., is considered engagement, as is a comment or a share or a click on your post. All of those things are engagement, and the engagement is what you need and want to build up your social media audience. Think of it this way. If your post, also known as your content, is not engaging to the people who are seeing it, then Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, is going to think that content is not something that people really want to see. And they're going to show it to less people. On the flip side, if you have a lot of people that are commenting, reacting, clicking, or sharing your posts, then Facebook will reward that and think that people actually do like to see what you're putting out there. And they're going to show it to more people. So when you're thinking about the types of posts that you're going to make, an easy way to do this is to put together four or five main categories that you will post about. Think about what would make them connect with you and how you can serve them well. Okay, let's get real life again, okay? So for example, if you're a writing instructor, your five categories may be something like a general writing tip, horse knowledge or know-how, inspirational or funny quotes, around the barn, meaning things that are just fun, what's happening around the barn to help them just to connect with you. Maybe selfies of your staff members, people cleaning up stalls. You get the idea. That's the around the barn category. And then your fifth category could be something that would be considered an ask or a sale. Maybe it's letting them know about your lessons, an upcoming event, a product you're affiliated with, or a link to your website. Okay, so before we move on, I want you to grab a piece of paper or your notes app or whatever it is you like to take notes. And jot down that you need five main categories or topics and think about those for just a minute. What are the main ones that are coming to your mind? Now, remember, these are categories. You're not writing down specific post ideas, which obviously, if an idea strikes, you write it down. But essentially, you're just wanting the overarching category that you're going to post about on a regular basis. Do this now while it's fresh on your mind, because I promise that's the best time to do it. Okay, so once you have your five categories determined, it's time to open up your calendar and you're gonna plan out your next seven days of post. Or if you're feeling really excited and confident, you're gonna plan out your next month of posts. This is called batching and it is guaranteed to take away that overwhelmed feeling. Because once you knock this out and then start to put a system together for it, you only have to do it once a week or maybe once a month even if you get really good at it. So get out your piece of paper and get ready because we're going to calendar your post next. Okay, we're on to step number three. It's time to get out your calendar because you are going to schedule some time, even if it's 30 minutes, to schedule out your post for the week on your Facebook page or your Instagram profile or whatever it might be. Again, doing this is going to save you so much headache because you're not going to be sitting at the computer or sitting on your phone each night trying to figure out what in the world you're going to post that night or the next day. 
Instead, let's get you a plan in place with these topics that you've already created, and then you're going to be able to sit down and know exactly what you're doing each day. It's going to get easier, I promise. So get your blank sheet of paper or your blank Google Doc, however you like to work, and at the top, you're just going to write each day of the week. Or if you're only going to post three days out of the week, write those three days. Now on your other sheet of paper, look at your post categories that you have already written down and pick what day of the week you're going to do each one. So for example, if you're going to do a horsemanship tip every week or a horse care tip, maybe, maybe you're a vet. Okay. Let's take it that way. If you're a vet, then every Tuesday you're going to post something. Of course, I'm assuming you're an equine vet in this case. All right. So on Tuesday, you're going to post something about horse care, just a quick tip, something that they can do at home, something about nutrients, something about feed, something about horse care. Okay. So that's going to be every Tuesday. So you already know every Tuesday what your topic's going to be. Okay. You're going to do the same thing for the other days of the week that you're posting. Take your categories and write them down. And this is going to guide you every time you sit down to write your post. So you're not starting from scratch, trying to figure out what in the world you're going to do. Now, I want you to go ahead and schedule out your post for each day when you do this. The beautiful thing is on Facebook, they actually have something called a publishing tool. It's not that hard, I promise. On your pages, you can get there. If you need to Google it, go for it. And you can schedule your post ahead of time. So you can go in there. If you have an image, you can upload that image. You can write in your post text, and then you can schedule it. Consider it done. Now, if you're using Instagram, unless you're wanting to pay for a third-party planner, you probably just need to type up your information in the notes on your phone and get your picture ready. And when the time comes, you can just do a copy and paste. So again, you're not having to sit there and type it inside of the app. You're already ready. Copy and paste that in there and you're good to go. Now, obviously, you can be as techy here or as simple with this as you'd like to be. And I'm sharing it in such a way that you're not required to do all the tech. So... Keep that in mind and just do what is most comfortable for you, okay? All right, so we've got our three steps, okay? Let's do a quick review. First of all, I want you to figure out where the people are that you're gonna serve on social media. Pick out your platform. Number two, pick three to five topics and categories or topics and categories I'm using interchangeably that you're gonna post about on a regular basis. That's going to guide you every time you sit down to write a post. Step number three, I want you to get a time on your calendar every week that you're going to schedule out your post for the week. Okay, then you can knock it out and consider it done. You're not having to do it every day. You're not having to go, oh, what am I going to do about tomorrow? Now, obviously, you can get more advanced than this. And this is my very simple approach for you to just get done what needs to be done. So yes, there are things like Facebook stories. There are things like Facebook lives, and there's more to it. But this is If you're feeling overwhelmed and you just don't know where to start, this is where you start. You simplify, you make a process, and you go implement it, okay? So I know you can do this. If you like these types of tips and how-to processes, then you're going to love my free live workshop all about how to get your marketing ready for 2021. You're going to learn the three powerful ways to get rid of the frustration and overwhelm that often comes along when you start thinking about marketing so you can work with your dream customer in the coming year. If online workshops happen to be new to you, don't worry. I'm making sure it's as easy as possible for even my non-techie horse friends to join me live. So just head on over to stormlilymarketing.com slash workshop and find the day and time that works best for you. 
You'll just want to put in your name and email address so I can send you the unique listen link so you can join me live. Now, don't worry. There are a few different days and times to pick from. So I think you'll be able to find the one that works for you. And I hope you do because I have a free gift just for those who show up live to the workshop. But if not, do register because you can always watch the replay. I'll have that available for you for 24 hours after the workshop is live. So go in there and register. Again, it's stormlilymarketing.com slash workshop. You're going to get your horse business ready for 2021, and I am so excited for you. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Remember, head over to stormlilymarketing.com forward slash six for episode number six to get a summary of what we talked about here on the podcast. You're going to find a link there, of course, to register for that upcoming live workshop as well. And as always, if you have any questions for me, things that you'd like me to answer here on the podcast or someone you think would be great to interview in a future episode, I would love to hear from you and you can use that contact button on my website to get in touch. And of course, if this is your first episode, I want to make sure you know that you can get notified when new episodes are available. Just click subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app, whether that's an Apple podcast, Spotify, or any of the other ones out there. Google, of course, too. You can also get on my email list and I'll send you a quick note each week to let you know a new episode is up. And of course, that's at my website, stormlilymarketing.com. If you'll click on the podcast page, you'll see a place there where you can sign up for podcast updates. Okay, that is all for today. I thank you so much for joining me here and I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great week.